Welcome to the Unsophisticated Palate, a podcast about all things wine, beer, and spirits. Each week, join us on our journey as we drink and delve into different alcohol-related topics. I'm Mark. And I'm Jen. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Again, I think several weeks, uh, we've had different Mm. clings, clangs, clungs. I knew you were going to say clung. I was waiting (laughs) for it. I had to. You know, it's not even a thing, and I knew it, but I had to say it. Yep. Um, but that's because this week we are drinking beer. We sure are. And I've got a drink because yes, I toasted it and I haven't drank yet. Um, yeah, we're delving into beer this week. I'm pretty excited about it. I've been waiting for this. Yeah, you know, it's it's a little far, far along in our in our podcast before we're finally actually delving into beer. I know for me it's one I'm much less familiar with and, and increasingly learning more and more and more about and actually really enjoying for... Probably, well, not probably, for sure, the first time in my life. Oh, I'm really glad that you're, uh, you know, exploring beer more. I am not an expert by any means, but I've definitely had my fair share of beer. Yes. I will say. Well, we know my original story with beer, where the first time I ever drank in my life, I drank beer. I drank a lot of beer. And then I drank a lot more beer (laughs) for about two hours. And then uh, I might have returned the beer from whence it came oh, into the world. such a bad world. start for you. Yes, and actually, but you know, it was good and bad in several ways. It was good because, I mean, I didn't drink really at all for a long time after that. That, yeah. that cured me from, I was 15 years old. I probably, I shouldn't have been drinking No, you to start should not with. have. That's very irresponsible. <laughs> <laughs> Say it like you mean it, Jen. I know. That's <laughs> um, horrible. But, um, so it, it, it kept me off alcohol well and, you know, until the, the, the proper age. Um, and it kept me off of beer, which is probably also not a bad thing to a degree because I don't know, you know, it, it was good for, um, me physically, I think there was a time in my life where, you know, I didn't live the healthiest lifestyle. And if you'd added beer into that, it probably would not have been good. Um, but on the bad side, I'm realizing how much I've missed out on. <laughs> yeah. When I, so I have a totally different beer history, actually. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, when you told that story originally, I was not picturing you as a 15 year old. I was picturing you as like a 20 year old. Oh, no, no, no. I was. <laughs> I was not at all picturing you as a 15 year old. No, um, this is, it's a story yeah. that goes down in infamy. My my brother had thrown a house party. Um, oh, I, it, house it was. Party. Oh, but this was, it. people still to this day come up to my brother and I and comment on this party. Wow. Okay. It was. It was a house. I, I want to say it was three, four bedrooms, just a normal, regular size house. We had three live bands. Um, I want to say there's four or five kegs. Um, we had over 300 people pay to get in. If you were a friend or good-looking young lady or brought your own alcohol, you got in for free. Um Solid. No, this was... I mean, when I say this was a house party, I mean, the stuff you see in the movies... I swear to God, <laughs> it was Man. that, and and yeah, we um, we might have gotten caught. <laughs> it's hard to, to no, throw I, a party. I'm shocked. <laughs> hard to throw a party that size and not have your mom find out about it when she comes Aww. back uh, a day or two later. Um, it did not end well for us. I cannot imagine. But and and again, you know, here's what's funny about this story, Jen. And I know we're off topical, but we're going to bring it back here. Because um, I do want to hear about your experience with beer. It's okay. But, I'm riveted. Well, well, this I notice I keep using the word us. And I use the word us because I've been trained by my older brother to use the word us. Oh. <laughs> my older brother organized, planned, 
I mean, put out, printed the flyers. There were flyers, people. Oh, my God. I only found out about the party maybe a week or so beforehand. Um, and that was only because that was as long as he could wait to fill me in. Um, and then, of course, when... And now I did participate in the party. I Clearly, knew we, an, we all know. I knew enough in advance that I could have ratted him out, but I didn't. So I was in that way complicit. However, when you know the trouble came, I got in equal amounts of trouble, and oh. he always used the word us and our party and us and what we did to this day. <laughs> I mean, he admits that that's all true, but he still uses the word us because. He can. Oh, that is brutal. Yes. Brutal. That's my brother. We love oh, each man. other. Man. <laughs> but tell me about oh, yours. So, yeah, I'm you know, sorry. I mean, I, you know, did, I will say I started relatively young too, but I actually worked, I was a bartender at a bar that had 70 beers on tap. Wow. Yeah. So, um, actually, 69 beers on tap because number... 35 or 36? Oh, I can't remember now. It was a root beer. Um, That's a beer. I know. And my a- <laughs> favorite beer. <laughs> so it was, we actually did something. Um, the bartenders, the rest of us, we did something called doing the wall. And yeah, we I shouldn't even admit this, but we would take these little shot glasses and we would taste, like, drink all the beers. Yep. And if you did the wall, Oh my God, you were hammered. So we, we I mean, I tasted every, sing, tasted every single beer, sometimes all in one night. Oh, even as a shot glass, that's oh, a yeah, lot know, of beer, Jen. I know, but you know, I was a well-seasoned drinker at that point. You know, I was in college and so I, you know, had a lot, I was, you know, a seasoned beer drinker at that point. And then I went from working there to working at a brewery. Oh, and I, know, I didn't, I'm learning about you, Jen. Yeah, I know. And the place, so the bar actually had... A working like facility, like a brewer, like a I don't know, a brewing facility, like right behind us in the bar. And so, nice. I, I remember one day specifically. This this podcast is just going off the rails right now because yes. this, we are not covering anything that we were. We be will talk about yet. beer. Um, I was really hungover, okay. and <laughs> um, I it was early in the morning. Well, early it was like ten, and I had to go in and work. I was opening the bar that day. And they decided to brew that day. And so you could, all I could smell was like the hops and the yeast and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, when you're hungover, that is one of the worst smells. And <laughs> I can imagine. I, and like, and it's like there's steam coming out and I'm behind the bar and I'm like, oh my God, I, I need to get out of here. I have got to tell them I'm sick. So I go to the bar manager. I was like, listen, I, ha- I have to go home. I think I, I think I'm like, I have the flu or something. And he's like, oh no all right, well, you know, can you wait here until I can see if someone can cover you? I'm like, yeah, 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 I can wait, you know. And I put my head down on the bar, you know, trying to really like ham it up like I'm really sick. In walk all my friends that were out with me the night before. And they sit down to have lunch because now it's like 11. And they go up to the bar manager and like they're talking to him and they're like, he's like, oh, you know, Jen's going to be probably going home because she's sick. They're like, she's not sick. She's hung over. They ratted they you ratted out. They ratted me out. And then he made me work the rest of the day. It was horrible. Anyway, on to our podcast. Yes. Oh, beer. So oh. let's talk about beer. Yes. So there's, <laughs> but that's okay. That was a good digression. I yeah, feel good about that. Um, so beer, I mean, there's so many beers. Um, 
it, it's a lot like uh, our first episode we, when we talked about just wine in general. Um, you know, and, and it's in there. I used my analogy of cookies. It's like finding the right cookie. Yeah. You talked about shopping and finding that right pair of jeans yep. that make the butt look good. That's right. And and so beer is very similar. You've got to try several different kinds. If you've tried one and you don't like it, that doesn't mean you don't like beer. It just means you don't like oatmeal raisin cookies, right? So go try chocolate chip and try sugar and snickerdoodle and all the other different varieties. Um, try all the brands of jeans until you find the one that, that fits you best. So um, that said, though, I, a fun fact, because we like our fun facts here. The beer is the third most popular drink in the world after oh. water and tea. <laughs> so you have water, which is pretty much necessity. Yeah. And tea, which kind of makes sense. Uh-huh. And then beer. Wow. Yeah. Huh. It's kind of amazing. I would have thought, I don't know, a million other things, but I guess it makes sense. I mean, you know, why I, that would be there. So Interesting. And beer, if you really want to talk about what is beer, beer is any alcoholic beverage that's made by the fermentation of grain, usually a cereal grain. Um, and that's kind of like wine is any alcoholic beverage made from the fermentation of fruit. So uh, if it's coming from a grain, that's generally going to be a beer. So uh, just a quick overview of the, the brewing process, because I think it's fun to learn. So they, you start with a malted barley, which is um, means it's been roasted. That's when it's a malt. So they take, you probably, you know all this, Jen. You I sat right there going. and smelled it. Oh, I um, sure did. <laughs> that, that particular day. I can still smell it. <laughs> but they take the barley, they roast it into a malt, then they grind that malt up um, to expose more of the surface area. And then they steep it, kind of like a coffee grounds. So they steep all of those malts in water to kind of pull out the flavors. Uh, and that ends up to be a mash, um, is what they kind of call that. And that's what gets broken down um, as part of that fermentation process until it becomes kind of a wart. Um, and the wart is what actually... Did you, nope. say, did you say wart? Wart, W-O-R-T. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's what I thought you said. Not but wart, like... W-A-R-T? Yes, like... <laughs> yes, no, it's... <laughs> I was like, I'm like, did I hear that correctly? No, no, and, and I was a little bit wrong. So it mashes, they, they get that, they, they steep it, and then they mash it all up, and that's the wart. And the wart is put into the brew kettle, and that's where they add the hops, um, which are like green cone-like little flower things. Yep. Um, and then they, they, those are really where the bitterness and all the aroma comes from. They boil that all up together, cool it, and then add the yeast. And then that's when it kind of becomes the, the alcohol and the beer. Um, and that yeast process is what releases the CO2, part of that brewing process, which is why beer is carbonated or fizzy. That's natural. That's not added like it might be for a soda or something else like that. Right. So that's like super high level talking about beer um do you want to talk about drinking beer good temperatures to drink beer at yeah sure so you know beers should always be served between 38 degrees and 55 degrees and it depends on a few different things so if we're looking at our lighter beers like lagers they should be served colder um and then basically the darker the beer is and the stronger the beer is the warmer you should be serving it that's essentially basically 
That's all you need to know okay. <laughs> at this point. I but mean, still, the warmest is 55 degrees, which is still pretty cold. The warmest is 55 degrees, which is still pretty cold. Um, so I know sometimes you hear like, oh, this should be served room temperature, which like Guinness, they say serve Guinness room temperature. Um, I've heard that before. Um, I guess it depends on how cold your room is. But um, <laughs> they, you know, I it should be not, ex- I, I guess some people would say room temperature, but it should just be slightly warmer than what your cold beer should be. So if you really want to get the most the out of the beer, the flavor out of it, exactly. So take it like the darker the beer, take it out of the fridge, let it sit for a little exactly. bit before you drink it. It shouldn't be served. So if you're going to be serving a dark beer, it should not be served ice cold. If you're going to be serving a strong beer, it shouldn't be served ice cold. If you're going to be serving a Coors Light, by all means, serve it ice cold. Cold as you can get it. <laughs> that makes it, sense. Exactly. As cold as you can get it. <laughs> I, I, I know that much, Jen. Right. So beer has a pretty interesting history. Yes. Um, as I'm sure you can imagine. So there's been evidence of beer's existence for a really long time. And um, it goes way, way back, possibly even to 3400 BC, maybe even before that. They don't actually know how old beer is. Um, but beer quickly became one of civilization's favorite ways to drink and it's safest way to drink because we've talked about this. We even talked about this with wine. Um, alcohol became safer than water. Yes. Um, because the alcohol kills off everything that's exactly. in the water. And they heat it. They, it, there's a heating process that goes into some of these into beer making as well, which yeah. also kills it off. So that, so beer became safer than water. So people were drinking it. Um, so, you know, the sketchiness of the water became, made it really, really popular. So interestingly, I found some really interesting facts. Like historically, Babylonians drank their beer with a straw. I, I did. And they, and um, it was like this really thick, the beer was really thick and full of grain. Yeah. And they had it in this, uh, it was a, a ceramic kind of container, um, and they would stick a bunch of straws and they'd all drink out of the same container. And yeah, I it's that was really, like, I know, cool. it's so cool, right? But then by the 16th century, Germany um, implemented a beer purity law that stated that basically you had to remove everything but water, hops, and barley from acceptable as acceptable um, from acceptable brewing ingredients. Um, eventually, yeast was added back into the mix as an acceptable brewing ingredient, but that was like centuries later. Um, and... Also, interestingly, not everybody used hops. Um, ancient Egyptians stabilized and flavored um, their beer with things like wild herbs, dates, and olive oil. Olive oil? I know. Isn't that weird? That is a little weird. I know, but, but kind of cool. Yeah. But then um, around the 13th century, Germany started exporting hops for brewing, so hops were regularly finding their way into beer. Um, in America, Prohibition introduced our palates to watered-down beer. Oh, and yay. that's kind of, I know, right? <laughs> and that's kind of how the lighter flavored profile beers became popular here hmm. um, and mass marketed. Okay. I know. So that's kind of an interesting history. Um, yeah. Well, I've got a couple beer. fun yeah. historical facts yeah. um, as well, if I can throw them in here. Lay them on us. Um, well, well, first of all, I mean, there's been a lot of speculation about this and it is speculation, but um a lot of talk that beer was actually very instrumental in the formation of civilization as a whole um, because people would have to gather to for trading for drinking for fermenting for producing um, for sharing the different grains and everything and and you can kind of trace how um, as civilizations were built and linked followed along a lot of the course of beer um so it was kind of around beer and around those regions now again there's speculation it could be coincidental it could be 
a product of, but it's still a key piece of all of that history. And actually, um, during the building of the Great Pyramids, each worker got a daily ration of four to five liters of beer. Four to five liters? Liters. Now, this was a different beer, as we talked about, than what we would drink today. Right, A little bit lower still. alcohol. Um, but also then, too, I mean... But it was probably how they were hydrating. It was partly how they were hydrating. Um, it also gave them some calories and nutrition, right. which was not easy to get back then. I right. Mean, we talked about that with the wine, um, back in a different episode too, how it was giving yes. calories. To, uh, that was to yeah. the soldiers, right. yeah, because because it was an additional way to intake calories. Man, um, so that was kind of fun. And then um, there was actually the hymn to Nin- Ninkasi, which was a prayer to the Mesopotamian goddess of beer. Um, which was also really kind of a method of remembering the recipe for beer. So that's how they kind of shared the recipe for beer. It was this prayer to the goddess of beer. Um, <laughs> That included the recipe. That is so cool. <laughs> I mean, it's a, the thank you for the hops that are heated to... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it's, I don't know exactly how it went, but in my head, that's if how it went. If you busted out the hymn right now, that would have been just fantastic. Yeah, I, 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 my research isn't that good. <laughs> so, let's see here. Um, what about different types of beers? Yeah, well, there's a wide variety. I mean, you know, and, and we'll talk about some of the different kinds, but this is what I... I mean, and any one of these, I mean, ales, lagers, stouts, whatever, any could be an entire episode in and of itself. I mean, like we could do a whole episode on Cabernet or, or whatever it may be. Same thing. I mean, we, you can go so deep on this, which we're not going to do today because, yeah. you know, we don't have the time. But um, we'll cover some of them. But what I found very interesting and, and was eye-opening to me is really... Um, the difference between the types of beer comes down to the type of yeast that's used to ferment it. And really, beer start out as either an ale or a lager. And that's really kind of the, I mean, again, high level, uh, the branch. So that's almost like your red wine, white wine. We like to have our analogies or whatever. Now, it's not as distinct, of course. There's a big difference between a red wine and a white wine. There's not right. as distinct of a difference between a lager and an ale, although there is a difference. Um, but... Uh, and really what it comes down to is that, so with an ale, they're created through what's called top fermentation, in which the yeast ferments in warmer temperatures and settles at the top of the beer. So it's a warmer temperature and the yeast is all sitting on top of the beer and that's your ales. Well, as your lagers, uh, the yeast, it tends to ferment in colder temperatures and it actually takes, and the yeast settles at the bottom of the beer. Huh. So that's kind of essentially the, the type of yeast and the way that it does its its thing yeah. <laughs> um, is the difference between an ale and a lager. And yeah, I did the whole, it's yeah, thing, and yeah, it, and I shouldn't Mark have. Mark has a beer dance that I didn't know about. I, I didn't know about it until yeah. right then. <laughs> I mean, that's it was special. <laughs> it was special. But so let's start by talking about ales. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite types of ales is the IPA the India Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I actually was wondering how India Pale Ale got its name because yeah. I was like, I mean, I, I drink IPAs all the time and I'm like, I, how did it even, I honestly had no idea why it was called an IPA. And so I did I did a little research, obviously, and I found this awesome article on Vine Pear um, and they laid it out for me and I was, I was really glad because okay. they actually don't have, it's a legend. There's not an actual solid story as to how IPA got its name, but here okay. is what they think. Tell me the story because so, I'm interested. Pale ales were really popular 
um, just regular pale ales were popular in England, and they actually called them bitters because they were so hoppy. Um, and it was the only beer. Uh, there was the only beer like that in um, until 1829 um, when we first see the name IPA that pop up um, in this article. And the Brits were there were a bunch of Brits that were going over to India because they had colonized it. Right. And they were homesick for the beers from back home. And so they were like, "Okay, can you ship us some of that pale ale? But in order to get it over there, they were worried that it wasn't going to be it wasn't going to make the trip. So, you know, like halfway across the world, halfway across the world, essentially. Right. It's a long way to go. So they were like, hey, can you you need to fortify it? You know, yes, <laughs> and we actually talked about something similar to this with, with the ports, with uh, the well, ports. fortified wines, where it, it, it and actually a lot of as we look at this and, and we talk actually even with wine and, and, and going from barrel and all that, it a lot of this comes down to as we were talking about even earlier with or just a little bit ago with civilizations, how are we going to transfer and transport this alcohol over long distances because I'm far away and I still need my beer, <laughs> exactly. So they fortified it with more hops and more alcohol. That makes sense. Uh, protecting, so it was a six-month journey to get it from England to India. So they were like, okay, fortify it with more hops and more alcohol. So one thing about IPAs, if you've never had them, is they tend to be a a beer that's much higher in alcohol than other beers. I don't know if yeah. I, I think I kind of knew that, but I didn't oh, really yeah. realize. They will, they will get you drunk. Okay. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> you noted. Um, so when they arrived, the beers not only survived the journey, um, but many preferred the hoppier flavor. Um, and thus the IPA was born. Nice. There you have it. Wait. However, oh. the reason we consider this may be, a, the reason they think this may be a legend is because at the same, during the same time period, uh, stouts and porters were also being shipped to India and America from England. And neither of those styles had their hops increased. Yet both of them survived the journey just fine. Okay. So this caused some people to ask this, you know, the question like, did, is this what happened? Is this how this happened? You know, like, you know, like it basically started to create all these questions. But this is the theory about how IPAs got their names. But it did pop up. The name India Pale Ale popped up in a um, an article in the Sydney Gazette and New South Wales Advertiser back in 1829. So, and I didn't realize they've been around and had so much history because oh it only seems like the last... <laughs> Whatever oh, they, X I, number of years well, that they've really gotten big again. I feel I I I don't know if it's just that I have started drinking them more, or if they've just become more popular, or what the deal is. But I feel like, especially here with all these, I know at least on the West Coast here we have so many microbrews microbreweries. I feel like all of them make IPAs. Yeah, it's what they do. And maybe that's it. Maybe it's just regional here. I was down in LA. Um, a few weeks ago, and I went to a brewery right before I went uh, pre-dinner drink at brewery. <laughs> and on their menu, it was let's say fifteen beers. I would say ten of them were IPAs. Oh wow! I, I'm not no joke. And it was like wow. It's if you don't like IPAs, what it's pretty. It's <laughs> You're bad. in the wrong place. Yep. It was it was pretty wild. So yeah, they're big. Anyway, that's kind of my interesting IPA story for you. Nice. Well, and that that's just ales. Um... Yeah, that's a type of ale, uh, and ale, as we're just kind of talking about a little bit here, they tend to be fuller bodied with the fruit or spice and that hoppy finish. I mean, that yeah. that, that hop is um, really kind of one of the key things uh, that differentiates them. Um, an ale is usually darker than a lager uh, and uh, a more assertive 
flavor profile uh, is what I've heard. Now, stouts and porters are also ales. They fall under that ale category. And you've got some more, you've got some stuff to share on stouts and porters. I do. I feel like I'm so chatty today. So stouts, I know. (laughs) Talk away. I'm Um, learning. So stouts and porters are your darker beers and they are malty. They go well with chocolate and coffee. They sometimes even taste a little bit like chocolate or coffee and which I love and they're not as carbonated. Um, I was at the Portland Winterfest um, recently with a friend of mine, and we had a couple of the the I think they were porters, they might have been stouts, and they had but you could distinctly taste that coffee and chocolate in them, and it was delicious. It they're so good. And by the way, if anyone ever challenges you to a contest for pounding a beer, stouts and porters are the way to go. Oh, why is that? Because they're not as carbonated. So interesting. Yeah, I learned this. A long time ago. I don't do that anymore, everybody. I'm way too old for that. <laughs> There's However, a story in there somewhere. Back in the day when I was very competitive, um, I did learn that if you're going to pound a beer in a competition, that's the way. Stout and porter because, is it. Yeah, because they're not as carbonated. Anyway, um, so <laughs> the main difference between them is the kind of malt that is used. Porters um, use mainly malted barley and stouts used unmalted. Um so that is the main difference. Nice. Yeah. Well, so we talked ales, I think. Um, now we can also, uh, let's talk lagers, um, which actually originates from the, a German word lagern, which means to store. Um, and it refers to the method of storing it for several months. So a lager, generally, it's stored a lot longer than an ale, usually at near freezing or very cold temperatures as part of that brewing process. And that's going to um, make it a little crisp or a little bit more refreshing at times, a little smoother finish uh, from some, again, that aging. Um, and it and lagers include pilsners. So if you've ever heard of a pilsner beer, that is a lager. And actually, lagers are the world's most popular beer, So, um, which kind of makes sense um, when you talk about typical lagers, at least in America is Miller's, Coors, and Budweiser. (laughs) And those are generally also Pilsners. Um, So, you know, they can, you know, they're generally golden color. Um, They they do have a distinctive hop taste. I guess they both have distinctive hop taste. Maybe it's a slightly different, it is a slightly different hop taste if you think about it. I taste no hops in lagers. You don't? No. Okay. I I mean, maybe, no. I think maybe because my palate has been so affected by the IPA. (laughs) I feel like lagers are so mild. And maybe that's uh, it in me, comparison. They, there is, because I can, because I'm still new, so I can still taste the difference, but you were right. There is a distinctly stronger flavor. And if you're used to that stronger flavor, the other ones, it washes out. Yeah, I just, they're so mild to me. Yeah. Well, that that's kind of your loggers at a high level. Um, and there's a couple others we want to kind of hit on quickly because they're popular or right. of the day or, I don't know, worth mentioning. Right. Like the sour beers, I honestly... All I know about them really is that they include, they incorporate some sort of bacteria in there to make them sour. And then sometimes they'll have like a fruity flavor um, incorporated into them too. Personally, I'm not a fan. I've tried. I've really, I've given it an effort. I will take a sip here and there. And every time I think to myself, why did I do that again? Um, <laughs> it is, the sour beers are not for me, but some people, they just love them. I've they done some, love them. Yeah, I've done some beer tasting recently um, yeah. and had some great experiences, by the way. Um, like I said, I'm delving into beer and I'm, I'm kind of 
diving into the deep end and I'm loving it. Um, and I've had some sours and I tend to agree. Um, it's not that it's bad. It's just that real sour flavor is not for me. But if you like those sours, the sour candies, you like sour flavors, that's the beer for you. See, I do like sour flavors. Oh. I know. So I would well, think... Well, then what's wrong with I don't you, know what's wrong with me. I ask myself that question all the time. But I Are we just, off on another topic now? I know. I know. Maybe I should lay down on the couch and really think about how I can examine this. But I just... I, I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's in liquid form that I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe it's the liquid carbonated. I don't know what it is. It's okay. the combination... Well, I don't know. Give it a go. If you like it, drink it. If you don't, exactly, you don't have exactly. To. It's just not for me, but for some people, I know. And so, and then there's some other ones too, Mark. Well, Talk the, to us. malt is another one that you hear about a lot. Um, it's generally a darker, sweeter in flavor, hints of caramel, toffee, nuts. Um, so it's just kind of a yeah, nuts and gin laughs and smiles. Um, anyway, so so that's kind of the malt. And then I think before we part here, I just want to mention, because I did some research on this, because I had always thought and or considered mead to be a beer or a form of beer. So I included it on my list to research, because we need to talk about mead as well. Mead is not a beer, Jen. What is it? Um, it is a basically... Is it like a wine? Well, we've talked about, okay, beer is made from a grain, or a cereal grain particularly, but a grain. Wine is made from fruits. Um, meads, which can be wines or beers or other things, are brewed from honey. It's fermenting honey mixed with water. Um, and sometimes fruits and spices and grains are hops. Oh. And when you mix it with hops, you get more of the beer. When you mix it with fruits, you get more of the wine. Um, we could probably do a whole episode on just mead in general. Um, but yeah, I learned that. So it's not a beer um, in the same way like a cider isn't a beer, which is why we haven't talked about ciders today. We probably do a whole nother episode on that um but uh it it's not that and huh. um i'm kind of curious and want to taste one now but i'm not sure what to taste because you get the wines and the beers and everything so we may need to learn or i, I think, need to learn more on mead i yeah i know nothing about mead well we will learn i know okay. just more more to more to research well we went all over the place we today. sure did i know that this was just a smorgasbord and of beer. I know. <laughs> I'm for, you know, a summary of this. I mean, I really have to figure out how to summarize all this. Um, you can go to theunsophisticatedpalette.com. Um, contact us there. Feel free to comment on anything that we've said and, you know, ask us questions. Yes. And make sure you, of course, you're subscribing if you're not already, but we're sure you are. Please rate us if you haven't. And please tell your friends about us. And until next time, drink responsibly. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.